Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to start our new counselor training series? Yes. So, do you want to tell the listeners our new venture? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. For this series, we want to kind of reach out to our new counselors coming in give them some tips and tricks now that we've been in the field for a little while. I don't want to date myself here, but um, (laughs) it's been a few years. We'll just say that. And so I think it's always good to kind of reflect, to think about what opportunities or what skills and things we've learned over the past few years. And we Mm -hmm. know for our students, y'all are out right now for summer vacation. So we know you all be doing your thing right now, trying to get to summer classes or hanging out with friends or just taking a break, whatever whatever helps you all out to refresh and be ready for fall. So we thought, hey, why not check out or provide some like a series for our new counselors out there? Right. And, you know, uh, summer is a time that a lot of counselors will do their professional development, right? That That's when people tend to go to trainings and they go to conferences and things like that. So, you know, we're kind of like year round learners in that way. Absolutely. And I think that's so important because right when the students aren't there, like I feel like as a counselor or as an advisor, you're trying to pick up, learn things right throughout the summer because it's sometimes depending on where you're at, it may not be as busy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I was thinking back when you mentioned the series that, you know, you you said, hey, let's do a counselor training series. When you mentioned it to me, I thought about when what it felt like to be a, a new counselor. Uh, let's see. Eight years ago, <laughs> nine years ago, actually. And um, I remember thinking that the information was so overwhelming that how do you even keep up? So. I, uh, I remember having to look up everything, and uh, at the time I was working at two different campuses, uh, and, um, and just, you know, I was never formally trained on anything. I kind of learned sort of like as I went. And so I'm wondering, like, what helped you when you first started? Uh, like, you know, especially now I think about, I probably, I literally could go to any community college and be a counselor now not with what i know now as far as you know i know what to look for i know what questions to ask you know um that type of thing so what what helped you when you first started you know it's funny because when i first started um i you know and i started kind of a little bit of a different path you know i went through the private university path as well as the public school path so my path is a little different However, one of the things that I feel that is universal is instead of trying to learn everything, what I really focused on was learning on how to establish rapport. And what I mean by that is really try to work with students so they feel comfortable. And the reason why I think why others are, well, why, why wouldn't you want to know all the information, make sure that you're ready to go? But what I learned really quickly was that there's not one same question. There's not one same student, right? There might be similar situations that come up, but every student is so different. So the information that you need to know can vary from day to day, from week to week, from year to year. And what I realized quickly was, if I'm able to establish a connection with that student and I don't know the answer to their question, 
they've always felt comfortable following up, right? And I'm able to say, hey, I don't know the answer to that question. It's a great question. I'm still learning. So let me go ahead and follow up and get back to you. And the appreciation that I've received from students where they've just told me so many times, like, oh, I'm, I'm just glad that you were honest, right? That you didn't just try to make up this or you could do this or you can do that because they felt like I really wanted to hear their concern and which is true. And I want to address it the best way possible. And so I did want to focus for new counselors, like learning how to establish rapport to me was key in being mm. able to not feel pressure to know everything, but come mm. back to them. Mm, mm, that's such a great point. So what's, so when you get that student, especially that student that's different from you, right? So the, the mom, the, the, the working mom, single mom, or, you know, or someone who's culturally different, how do you establish rapport? You know, the first thing I, I do when I try to establish rapport is when I go out to call my student in, I ask them, how do I pronounce their name? Typically, that's usually what I do. I want to make sure that I'm calling their name like the right way, saying it the correct way throughout the whole session. And then I try to learn the name as best I can. I'm not perfect by any means. You know, I make mistakes. Absolutely. But I will let the students know like, hey, you know, if I say your name incorrectly, if I mispronounce it, don't be shy. Correct me. I want to make sure that I get it right. And, you know, it's funny, but that piece I felt has really helped me establish rapport. Additionally, anytime I call the student, when I'm, I start to make conversation as soon as we are going back and heading to the office, checking with them about, hey, how's your classes? Is it finals week? What's going on right now? So I kind of assess where we're at in the semester and might ask them a relevant question. Or something such as, are you working right now, right? And as I'm doing that, I'm assessing like, oh, are they working full time right now? Because if they are, sometimes I'm thinking about how much stress it is for them probably to just be at that appointment mm -hmm. and maybe what they really need as well. So all of those things are going through my head. Now, as a new counselor, if you focus on just getting their name right, knowing their name, I feel like that's a really good place to start. I think I'm getting a little carried away with the details. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I kind of appreciate hearing that, honestly, because as someone who has a name that people think is hard to pronounce, <laughs> I love it when people just don't put, you know, butcher my name and then not even acknowledge that the fact that they've butchered it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually love hearing that. And I will, I will add to that, that one of the ways that I build rapport is you know, once we're in the session, saying the person's name as much as possible, right? So we're at planning. Okay, so Jonathan, how does this plan look? Does this look doable to you? You know, ah, so Jonathan, your mom is a nurse as well. That's what it's about. You know, so it's conversational, but it's acknowledging that you're this person that has an identity that is definitely... Um, outside of this presentation, right? Like this yes. is just one version of you. The student is one version of you, right? You're someone's son, you're someone's friend, 
you're that worker, at, you're the you're the cashier at uh, Target that I see. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So so that kind of um, acknowledgement of, of referring to the person with their name. I also think uh, for me, what's really helped is um, the environment that I create. Now, this was all pre-COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I used to do was, um, you know, I'm a mom. And um, when I first started in counseling in community college, I had really young children. I had a when I first first started, my first one was a um, was like preschool age. Right. And so sometimes I'd bring her to work with me and I would have her, you know, have I would have crayons and things, you know. Well, as I transitioned into counseling, I still had that stuff in my office and I was, you know, cleaning out my office one day and then I found all this old stuff that I had for my daughter, construction paper and and scissors and all that stuff. And I thought, oh, let me just toss these. And I thought, no, I still get students that come in, you know, with their children all the time. And so I, you know, thought, okay, I got to refresh this so that when students come in with their, with their children, they have something, the children have something to play with. So I got new crayons and construction paper and things like that. And I can't tell you how many times students are so relieved when they come in and I set down the bucket of crayons in front of their children. And then we can have a whole conversation without being interrupted and just how homely that felt for them. So um, I think the environment too is, is critical as a new counselor is to think about like your population. So we happen to have a population where we do get a lot of students that are working and or parents. So it fits our environment. Wow, what you're saying is so true. Absolutely. Having some little toys, kids' toys, crayons, construction paper, it goes a long way. Because you know when that student's coming in and they have a child, it's hard. They're not going to go get daycare. Like, I wouldn't go get daycare for like an hour appointment, right? So, like, I'm going to bring my child in with me. Completely understandable. So, but what better experience can we provide if we have a little bit of things for the kids to do. I mean, I have two kids, so I get it. I remember that age. Like, mm-hmm. it is tough when you're just kind of lugging them around from appointment to appointment. I get it as a child, right? They want to run. They want to be outside sometimes. But if you show them some color crayons or some projects or arts and crafts, like, they're having the time of their life. So I love that because you're so right. I It just puts you so much at ease, right? So... That's a really, really good point. And you know what? Maybe we're going to have to continue this topic next week on how do you establish rapport via Zoom because you just brought up a really oh, good point. Yes, so maybe we'll yeah. next week we'll talk about that. What would be your one thing for today, though? My one thing is uh, I definitely think for a new counselor, I can't tell you how important it is to really know the population you're working with. So, for example, we're in an urban area. Right. And you might have a certain picture of what that would look like. But for us, we actually serve a pretty large Muslim population. We serve a humongous immigrant population that is of various, you know, backgrounds. Um, And then uh, and then we also serve um, some more ethnic um, populations that you would find, you know, probably throughout California. Right. So. They're, knowing the population you serve is really important. And I think being aware of, okay, how can I relate to this person? Even if we're different, what is the one re- 
piece of rela relatability I, I have with this with this student and then how do I have let that come across oh that's a really good point is just identifying that one piece and, and going from there right mm -hmm. so what would be your one thing my one thing is I'm gonna keep it real simple a smile when you go and you meet them <laughs> I feel like really eases that tension sometimes because sometimes they like they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to see a counselor. And it, it might be maybe not an easy conversation, depending on what it's about. Right. Might be the classes or grades or something. But coming out with a warm smile and a genuine hello and a genuine getting to know their name goes a long way. And I believe it. I'm genuine about it. I, I don't do it just to establish rapport. I do it because I I care about students. Right. And that's that's why we're in this field. So. That'd be my one thing. Mm, absolutely. Love that. All right, listeners, if you can please subscribe and follow us, we'd really highly appreciate it. Yutunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.